1: You are listening to JLJ Media, HQ Speed Productions, another Wildcat Takedown, sponsored by Swinford Farms. Now, on
0: to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of another Wildcat First D- Takedown. My name is Doug Hess, along with Chris Wood and former wrestler, coach himself, himself, Jock Statler. And we also have some very special guests on with us as well. But first of all, Coach... Um, the boys had a pretty extensive week this past week. Uh, they had two meets and an invitational, and it's my understanding that that's pretty unusual. And uh, But they did pretty well for the pressure that they were in under that week.
4: Yeah, they. I mean, five and two on the week, that's pretty good. Uh, you know, we wrestled, Terra North started off, that's never easy. I mean, Tarot North, they're well coached. Uh, a lot of good athletes on the team there. Saw some some familiar faces on their team. Couple of kids on the varsity squad was with us a couple of years ago, um, which is nice to see that they're they're staying with uh, sticking with wrestling, you know. And um, I enjoy I enjoy seeing other kids, other places I could follow them. Uh, we wrestled Covington, and they're they're actually uh, they had a bigger team than we thought. I mean, Covington's usually hurting for kids, and uh, you know they're very well coached also, and I think he's building something up there. And, you know, we might have, the score might not have looked it, but uh, you know, they're well coached and, and they're getting some traction going, which is good. We need that. And then we, uh you know, we had that tournament this weekend and had to face off a North first first, you know, and it's, it's always tough. It's County bragging rights. It's, I mean, they, they want our heads. We want their heads. It's, you know, it's all friendship afterwards, but when those kids are at it, they're enemies. And what else you get, right? The, the Your county rival first round. Um, they did really good against uh, North Million, better than we did uh, the opening weekend. Right. Saw some improvement. Uh, we wrestled South Newton, and they're not a very big team. And it's about every year. They just, they have maybe like six kids, Um. I think we walked through that <laughs> as bad as that sounds. Uh, South putt was next and we don't wrestle South putt. Uh, the last time any of these kids that we have wrestled was at middle school. That's, we just don't see them in any tournaments. And we, we know that they're very well coached um, and they had some talent and we walked through them. I mean, our kids wrestle probably their best wrestling they have all year on that match. And, and I, I, it's kind of like we uh, we took a lunch break. And mm-hmm. It's like we ran out of juice. We wrestled Fountain Central, which is very well. I mean, they're a very good team, well coached. Um, but them missing people helped us get that win. Um, we kind of we kind of started slacking off a little bit there. And kids kids get pressured, and I don't understand. Um, you're I mean you just go go out there and wrestle your match, and I think sometimes that gets in their head. And then make some silly choices and decisions and get caught. And then uh, West Lafayette, I mean, smacked us in the mouth. So that's, um, I know I was talking to Josh and my dad Ron. And there's a lot of stuff we're going to use for this week. Yeah, we went four and one Saturday, but um, this week there's a lot of stuff we saw against West Lafayette that we're going to use as fuel. Mm-hmm. for next weekend and it, it, yes we should be happy we're 4-1 but it'd be better if we won the last match at the end of the day I think everybody would be a little happier yeah. um, a lot of kids weren't satisfied they were angry they are mad and you don't want to wrestle an angry mad South main wrestling team so we're going to we're <laughs> going to take that we're going to use it or they're going to use it yeah. and I Next weekend's going to be rough for whoever wrestles us. I mean, those boys are going to come out, and they're going to – boys and girls, they're going to just – it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad for whoever's in our way. So,
1: You know, Jock, at that Fountain Central round, Robin, one thing that I noticed immediately as I'm looking at the roster, um, there's a testament somewhere in there to our program because our roster size was by far the largest roster uh, in the tournament. Counting West Lafayette, which is, um, you know, that's a pretty, pretty decent-sized school. Um, as you mentioned, South Putt was a pretty small – I'm sorry, South Newton was a pretty small school. South Putt was medium-sized, you know. But yeah. um, I was impressed with the roster size. So, that clearly, we're doing some things right. The coaching staff uh, is attracting kids, and that's half the battle because, uh, obviously, we like those uh, team scores going up but we won a fair amount of those uh, largely uh, due to uh, forfeits that we were able to take the points on yeah yeah i mean that's
4: that's the whole thing is you, you got to fill a team and it's hard to get kids to want to wrestle they don't understand you know they, they they're jv they're oh i'm not going to wrestle we we actually had a kid sick with covid i think this week at 132 and mr leland had to weigh over one hundred and twenty. He wrestled up to one hundred and thirty-two and twenty-six also. So he's there's a JV kid that just got five varsity matches in because you're there, you're ready. Um, but yeah, it's it's a big deal. I mean, these other coaches they envy South Farmillion with we just have people to throw win at all times.
1: And we've talked before. Nobody wants the forfeit. Everybody was, is there. They've trained. They're ready to wrestle. Yeah. And and, uh, and want to get out there on the mat. But, you know, sometimes your role is to fill fill uh, that void in, in that empty roster spot and, yep. you know, take the six points and walk away.
4: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it sucks. It sucks taking forfeits. But, uh, you know, it is what it is and it helps the team. So I think that kind of makes it a little bit better for him. But, yeah, like you said, everybody wants to actually get out there and wrestle. But uh that's the that's the nice thing about this size team we have. It's been one of the biggest. And I, I mean, if I was those kids, I'd be happy with getting those six points because a couple of them kids won it for us with forfeits against uh Fountain Central. I mean, Fountain Central came to rip our heads off. I mean, if they would have a full team, I don't know. It'd have been a different outcome. Uh for
0: sure. Jock, uh, we got a couple guests with us today or um, in the studio. Uh, do you want to introduce our guests?
4: Yeah, so Uh, Back again, assistant coach Josh Ream. And Josh is going to kind of go over some of the stuff this week, uh, about this press week and then the week coming up. And then also we have Aaron Goodman. He's the head middle school wrestling coach. And then Aaron's also comes up. He's a volunteer assistant at the high school. Um Chuck, and then
0: I want to ask you this question, and then I want to actually uh, ask both coaches from a coach's standpoint. So I, I'm asking you this from a former wrestler uh, standpoint. We talked about this past week where you had two meets and one invitational. So you, it's an unusual week uh, as a wrestler. Walk us through what that's like from a wrestler standpoint, and then I'm going to ask the same uh, question, but slightly different to the coaches and how they prep the kids. So we'll start with you, Jock.
4: Yeah. So I mean, you got to come in Monday after it feels like a long weekend, right? And and you got to get your weight right. I mean, Monday you got that weekend weight. A lot of kids are heavy, um, so you got to get down. And you know, you can't t- you can't have an easy practice. You know, it's gonna be a hard it's gonna be a hard practice right off the bat. And then you have Tuesday. You have to go, <laughs> which sucks. You go all day probably without eating or drinking much. Mm-hmm. Make well, you can't go pig out Tuesday night after the meet. You got to be, you know, disciplined. Right. And then Wednesday, you know you're going to have another hard practice because you have a meet on Thursday. So yet again, you got to make weight on Thursday and go through all, all school, maybe not drinking or eating much. And, you know, you you get done can't pick out a lot of kids like to sign out their parents go get some Chick fil A or McDonald's or like, you can't do that you know you gotta go home huh. eat discipline, eat good eat healthy and then you come back in Friday and and usually Fridays are more of a relaxed practice or you know a weight losing practice for say we can't do that you know we got a tournament on Saturday and we gotta get everyone's weights back down again so. You lose, you you only get three practices a week when you do stuff like that. And it's not enough time to correct. You can't, when you see stuff for maybe on the Tuesday, you only have so much time on Wednesday to correct that on top of the, the drilling you need to do your regular drilling and your regular practice. So it's as a, as a wrestler, it's, it's rough. And it's probably, I would say for these kids, it's been a long week. And I feel like maybe that's why Saturday after lunch, we started falling off a little bit. I think the kids are just over-wrestled. They're tired. Well, but That's just like the viewpoint I would see it. Sure. And, and, and Coach, I would probably even take it a, a
0: step further and say, and this is really to the coaches, and this is a great problem to have, so I don't want anybody to miss, misinterpret this, but you've got, what, 38 kids that you're trying to to – uh, work with. And like you said, you may have two or three that you are trying to correct a mistake or you see something that they can improve in. And yeah, there's several uh, coaches out there, but with 38 kids, I think that would be a handful to try to keep them going and make corrections because it's not like a basketball or a football court where you can stop and talk to everybody. I'm assuming in wrestling, it's an individual and you have to keep the other kids going.
4: Yeah, I think that's probably the toughest thing because your vets are out there and they're getting bored. Right. They don't want to stop to learn how to do a half, you know. Right, probably. yeah. So it's trying to keep everyone's attention. Yeah, it's pretty tough. Um, Josh, you want to tune in on that?
3: Yeah, it is It is very tough because most of the time you – I mean, you got to work with some new guys on some you know, normally basic, like, techniques, but, like, you got to keep other kids that need to – keep they need to keep learning more too and working and it's it's just hard because well one we have a small room and we have a lot of kids so it's kind of it's kind of hard to keep them on task sometimes but that is a challenge especially uh, in these weeks when we got to fix a lot of stuff after these dual meets so but yeah it is very challenging like jock said
0: so, uh, um, Josh, from a coach's standpoint, how do you prep those kids? You know, we we heard from Jock coming from like a player or a, a wrestler standpoint. From a coaching standpoint, when you know you've got two meets and an invitation, invitational that week, does that change the way you coach throughout the
3: week? Yeah. So, especially coming off of Thanksgiving, where we didn't have a Friday practice the week before, Monday was mainly like trying to get a weight weights down so a lot of hard wrestling practice so we can get, get our weights down. Wednesday uh after the meet it's essentially the same, but there's more st- we gotta work on some stuff, like fix the little things from Tuesday's meet, and then go straight into a hard practice. So we don't get much time in between that because we only have like what is a two hour practice. So we but we still gotta get our weights down for when or for Thursday's meet. And yeah, it's like the same as on Friday. Uh, we gotta, we gotta clean up stuff from that dual meet on Thursday. Cause
2: plus
3: they're not always you mess up on the same things you gotta change yeah but i know i came in on tuesday and thursday morning the days of the meets to also give the kids another chance to get their weight down as well and but yeah it's it's tough (laughs) it is tough with three meets in a week
0: Hmm. now let's flip it to this coming week the kids do not have a meet until the three South Birmingham three-way this coming Saturday uh, versus Paris and, and, and Eminence, I think are the three schools that's going to be there. So does that change then? I mean, your philosophy as a coach to a week that you have basically five days to prep for, for a meet on, on
3: Saturday. Oh yes. Yeah, so it de- Yeah, it definitely does. So like this week, we will have lot, a lot more technique to go over just because i mean we had five matches on saturday so we saw a lot of different stuff that we can work on we have the time to work on that and we need to especially since uh um, like conference is coming up in a month and we so we need to the time is now to work on that stuff so a lot more technique this week i would imagine
0: mm. so um <clears throat> During a match, are you taking mental notes? Uh, are you going uh, – do you watch film? How does a coach slash player
3: uh, improve
0: uh, throughout the week?
3: Yeah, so I would say I take mental notes, and then, then, like, after the meet or even during the meet, I'll talk with, like, my grandpa, mm-hmm. or I'll like, even Jock. I'll talk to Jock about what we saw, and we'll share. And then even after, like, on the – after the meets or during the week, we'll – even like talk about it more. Like uh, it's always nice when there's film, like we have film, like we can go back and watch our film from the home meet we had. Uh, So we could even watch stuff from that. So that's nice as well.
0: Yeah. And and I also assume that a lot of the kids, the wrestlers know what they did wrong too. Uh, You know, and and I, I assume it's not just a one way street from the coaches to the to the wrestlers but i'm assuming that they're probably giving you feedback maybe something you didn't see or uh you know a, a wrestler being a wrestler maybe is a little too hard on himself or not hard enough on themselves in that process
3: oh yeah definitely so sometimes i get wrestlers all the time that come up me and they just are like coach i don't know what to do in this position right. you grab my wrist i don't know what to do But, yeah, so it definitely helps when they actually let me know what they don't understand. Sure. Yeah, so when, like, doing a move, you have multiple, like, there's multiple steps, technically. And it's like, which step don't you understand? And it's nice when they relay
1: that. The one thing that I think is impressive is a lot of those kids, they have family members or friends that are taping the matches as they go. And the boys themselves are, I'm sorry, The wrestlers, we have ladies as well, the wrestlers are literally analyzing the the film uh, after the match, and um, it's kind of on-the-fly training to say, I need to do this differently. I was listening to, I was overhearing Zach Hess talk about, I should have done this. He ran this, and I could have countered with. And he was literally um, mentally practicing, I guess, uh, in between matches, and I think that probably helps for further matches even in that same day when we do those round robins and tournaments. Do you agree with that, Josh?
3: Oh yeah, I I agree. I I think being able to make quick adjustments is like a big thing to be a better wrestler. If you can make quick adjustments, uh, it'll help you down the line for sure.
1: Because it's one thing to learn something and then use that next week, but it's something entirely different when you say I'm going to use that again in 45 minutes.
3: Yeah, 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 definitely. (laughs)
0: Jack, I, th- I th- thought you were getting ready to say something um, about that and just how uh, wrestlers are able to. I'm assuming, and I'm not trying to be funny here, but but wrestling has changed where the, the camera and the iPhone has really helped. And the iPads have really helped so you can actually watch film and correct it instead of having to wait from a VHS, you know, the on the shoulder and, and going back the yeah. next week, uh, technology has changed, to I assume, to help as a, a wrestler slash coach.
4: Yeah, there's plenty of times when the kids will come up to us um, after everything and watch this. Because, mm-hmm. so you, you know, the mom or the dad or even the other wrestlers videotape from, can have a totally different angle on stuff so that also really benefits us um or a lot kids are, i wasn't pinned you're on your back, and there's video proof right so yeah. um but yeah the, it it does help like i said we the, we i keep saying we the coaches <laughs> the coaches have i mean they're they're in a corner so yeah. you can they can only see so much um for us this weekend, I was at a different vantage point, being up above. Um, poor Chris had; his, he was standing next to me. Probably, probably regrets that. But um, I was seeing stuff from different angles.
0: I think uh, Jock just froze up on us there for a second. Chris, do you still have your hearing while we're trying to get uh, Jock back?
1: <laughs> I, I do. I do. Actually, it was very nice to be able to stand there with him. I learned some things as well as he was kind of talking through things. He was, you know, <clears throat> yelling to the, to the, uh, wrestlers, some suggestions and obviously always positive affirmation coming from Jock. <laughs> but, but I learned some things, you know, listening to him and, and it was actually uh very useful to, to me as a, you know, I'm not going to say absolute novice, but intermediate wrestling fan that, uh, I, I picked up on some things that I thought was, pretty useful
0: yeah and i think jock made a great point and I'll, I'll ask the, uh, aaron and um, uh josh to, to kind of comment on that but you are you're looking at it at ground level and you know chris and i and and, and jock had the uh advantage of being up high second balcony if you will looking down and i think that helps uh to agree be able to see things from a different angle like like jock was just saying either one of the uh,
2: coaches yeah. yeah so even on the even on the mat side like uh you'll have you know josh and coach taylor in the corner and some of us will be kind of around the outsides of the mat we can see things that they're not seeing and so we're still even doing the same thing as what you know jock and all the parents upstairs can do yeah. you know shooting out suggestions or You know, sometimes I'll hey, run back over to Josh or Coach Stater like, hey, this is what he's doing. Um, And then when they come off the mat, hey, you know, giving them the constructive criticism, even if, you know, win or lose, you know, we can see something from a different angle at all times.
0: You know, and I think that's a great point that you bring up because, you know, uh, I know Josh and and, and Coach Stater are in the corner and as soon as one wrestler comes off, you're right back in getting ready to coach the next weight class. And I think it's probably a benefit to be able to have a lot of these assistant coaches that can maybe cool down a wrestler, especially after they've lost, and be able to talk to them immediately. Because, Josh, I'm assuming you and and Ron don't have that lecture because you're getting ready to do that next match where you have these assistant coaches that can
3: kind of walk, walk a player through the process yeah that's definitely a benefit like like you said like we have to go straight into the next match we don't get that time to talk to him but it's nice to have like aaron and even dave that can talk to him on the side uh because they do a good job as well because they can see like they're at a different angle most of the time and they can see a lot more like some more stuff that we didn't see so Yeah. yeah it's definitely nice having a lot of
2: coaches
0: Well, and I've, I've seen the kids come off the mat and and rightfully so. I mean, six minutes, you're tired, you're angry. You may have just got beat and your emotion is running high and they're frustrated. And it's probably nice just to be able to have a coach that can, can relate and keep them under control. If, 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 because some of them can get
3: pretty hot headed. I know coming off of that. Yeah. Especially since, uh, if you, uh, do get caught by a ref. You can get a team point docked. So it is nice to have coaches that can help calm them down or get them out, get them out of the gym so they can let that go, let that frustration out somewhere else. Yeah.
1: Josh, yeah. As, a, uh, as an observer, I noticed uh, a lot of times, you know, the kids are on the mat, they're wrestling, and the coaches are there in the corner yelling suggestions to them, you know, or, run a half, you know, Greencastle, Greencastle, over and over. They're giving suggestions. And meanwhile, you know, uh, the, their teammates are on the edge of the map. They're yelling. The crowd's yelling. The the parents are yelling. And those kids may be getting mixed signals. How, as a wrestler in your past, how do you work through that and how do you determine what you're supposed to do? Obviously, you're supposed to listen to the coach, but it's a lot of mixed signals, I'm sure, coming out there to you.
4: Yeah, so – um a lot of the kids everyone's yelling, um the kids the kids learn, and it's weird, and it's I don't know if this is science or not, right, but we turn the radio on full blast in the room. The kids have to learn the voice of who they need to listen to, and we do that because it does get loud in some of those gyms i mean some well sometimes it's not loud, but when you've got a good match going on. It's louder than heck in there. Um, it's, it's probably, uh, you know, I could always hear my brother when I was wrestling. Mm-hmm. He'd be all the way at the top of the stadium. I could hear what he was saying. Um, I could hear what my dad was saying. I couldn't tell you what anyone else was saying. You know, this could have been loud. So from where I was at Saturday, they can hear, they know Josh and my dad's voices. But then they also, so it's like I'm like my brother. I'd be standing up there; they can hear me too. Um, just because I've been with all these kids for so long, it's a voice they recognize. But you'd be surprised that uh, when you're out there wrestling, with the headgear on, you can't hear crap. I mean, it's why we it's why we do that. We we blur that music. The coaches are screaming in the room. Um, I think a lot of time I used to just scream, just to scream, because I thought it was funny to yell at the kids um but yeah no that's that's a good point you got all these kids yelling this and parents are over here yelling this and coaches they they can't hear nobody else but the coaches um some kids might but i never could i was too focused on what i was doing and like i said i knew where my corner was i would listen yeah
0: and and that's really the most important thing is know where where your coaches are and and i assume it's like you said not scientific, but uh, it's like like me as a, as a parent. Your kids get to know your voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they may not enjoy it, but they're going to know it uh, in yep. that process, right? <laughs> okay, round two. Name something
2: that's not boring.
3: A laundry. Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh?
2: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious
4: prizes chumbacasino.com
2: no plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: yeah yeah. i'm with these kids probably just as much as their parents sometimes you know all sure. summer spring and they they hate that voice yeah. um i can do a big old hey and everyone stops what they're doing real quick they're like Shit, dad's here.
3: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and you know, when somebody says that you're yelling at the kids, you're not yelling per se, you're just trying to get their attention. And like you said, other noise level is so high that you do have to uh raise your voice in order to be yeah. heard in that process.
4: Yeah, um, so when you when you're with the kids long enough, uh you know, some kids are with you for seven years now that the fifth graders are out to middle school could be up to eight years uh you don't have to i don't I, there were some kids like gabe clay uh mm-hmm. i didn't have to yell a lot i mean i could talk to him just how i'm talking to you and i'm just using him as an example there's other kids um you know that then we've had kids that have hearing problems sure where they can read the lips so i really didn't have to yell then so um, it's yeah i mean when Josh wrestled, I didn't have to scream. Josh knew what he was doing, but I didn't have to scream because Josh would almost always bring the opponent to our side. So he was, he was wrestling right there in front of us.
0: Sure.
4: So that, that's also been a thing. That's something we probably need to work on or they need to work on this week is wrestling closer to the coaches. Cause a lot of kids are in the other coach's corner, you know, and it's, that does get difficult because now you have them screaming right on top of you and wrestling coaches are loud. <laughs> you know, and, and and you brought up a
0: great point. You've been with some of these kids, you know, four or seven years, four to seven years uh, into that. And I can speak for, for a lot of these kids. I know that they have great relationships with all of you coaches, you know? And so I never heard a kid get offended they know that you're not yelling at them. They know that you're just trying to get their attention and push them to that next level. So I applaud all of you coaches for having such a great working relationship uh, with your, with your wrestlers. And I think that shows each and every time they go out on the mat.
4: Yeah, definitely. When, when the kids respect you, um, cause you have to earn the respects respects, not, you know, given out, you have to earn the respect. So, Uh, once the kid respects you and you respect them, uh, sky's the limit. I mean, they're, they'll listen to what, when you're showing them a move, they'll, they'll pay more attention. They won't argue or, or he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. And there's a lot of times, um, throughout the years, even when I was doing MMA and teaching fighters, another coach would come in and and teach and they'll kind of look at me like, uh, is this dude? Is, is he actually know what he's talking about? Right, you know, kind of like, should I, should I pay attention? Kind of look on their face, and they stare at me. It's like, yes, he, I wouldn't let the guy coach if he didn't know what he's talking about. So, right, but yeah, it's yeah, a lot of kids um, know Josh, and Josh been around and stuff. So like, I think that really helped out with him, you know, coming in for me there and taking over. He's they they respect Josh, so. I oh. think it's been a real easy transfer. yeah. So they trans transferred over pretty quick to Josh knows what the hell he's talking about. Shut up and listen to him. Uh which is nice because a lot of like, a lot of times coaches get they get treated like crap there at the beginning, you know, and and it's not that case. So uh that's that speaks to him though. He earned the respect.
0: Well, and it it also uh don't you coaches actually wrestle with some of the kids? Uh, and so I think you can probably beat most of them. So they have to listen to you, right? Or you could probably get them in a, in a position they can't get out of.
4: I don't know. I'm just saying <laughs>
2: that's, that's the best parts of practice every time.
4: <laughs> uh, sometimes you get that, you get that lippy kid and, uh, it's always a good time to teach a cross face and you found your partner. <laughs> Wouldn't be the heavyweight, would it? Yeah, every- yeah, I mean, a time or two.
0: <laughs> Maybe Oh, that,
2: that group of three gets real fun when he looks at his partners and his two coaches, that just, <laughs> just goes down. Uh,
0: it's great. Well, Aaron, uh, talk to us a little bit about the middle school program. Uh, what's going on? I know it's getting ready for to have some call out meetings and uh, prep for the season in January. So, kind of walk us through what's going on at the middle school.
2: Yeah, so January, or sorry, December 8th, Mm -hmm. um, this coming Friday, we'll have our call out meeting where I'll talk with the parents. Um, Kind of already passed out some information to the middle schoolers once already this past November to kind of get a gauge of um, how many I'm expecting. And we've been doing fifth through eighth grade, and I look like I'm gonna have a lot of fifth graders this year, which is really good for the program going forward. and then this, since the high school team was so big this year, in the past, we've always kind of allowed the people not playing another sport that are interested in wrestling to come to the high school practice, kind of get ready for the season. Couldn't do that this year because we don't have enough room for the high school team. So we're going we're gonna to do some open mats, kind of like how uh, Jock did throughout the summer with the kids, kind of get them in there a couple times a week. Just to get get season started and then our season officially kicked off uh, January 9th. and then it gives us like four weeks before our first uh, our first uh, meet so
0: oh that, that's great now um in your schedules already set I mean do you have a lot of uh meets already scheduled for this year
2: yeah our uh, our schedules our schedules pretty well set. We are trying to look at doing a banks at the end of the end of the season after the uh, North Vermillion tournament we go to. Um, we'll kind of see how that goes by the end of the year. For now, um, be yeah, our our schedule's pretty well set. We have at least one meet every week um, after February. So at the early start of February, it really kicks off our season. And middle school season is a is a really short se- season, so it starts in January and we're done early early March. Mm-hmm. So you know, these kids are are learning a lot of wrestling in a short amount of time, and they do by by time they get to that last meet in March, they're they're pretty well good to go. Mm-hmm. So. Now, you know, in high school, your
0: know, varsity has fourteen different weight classes. Is it very similar in middle school how it's broken down?
2: So it's it's not. Um the middle school doesn't actually have uh regulated weight classes. So mm-hmm. it kind of just depends on the tournament, where you're going. And a lot of times for us, it's just we're we're getting there. Hey, I've got a kid at one twenty-five. Hey, my kid's one twenty-eight, or hey, I've got a thirty-two. All right, well, what's, you know, we'll kind of match them up by weight and okay. you know, talk to the coach. We kind of get an idea of like the skill level for the wrestlers. So, like, if I've got a first year wrestler here, I'm not going to instantly put him with my guy that's been wrestling for, you know, four or five years. You know, We're, we try to get them good matchups. That way the kids get out there, get the mat time. They learn, they kind of get a little bit of confidence, you know, while they're in middle school now so that way they're ready for the time they get to the high school program.
0: Excellent. Excellent. And the fifth graders will be able to wrestle with the the middle school this year.
2: So this is, I believe, year three. This will be the third year that we've uh, had fifth graders on Mm -hmm. uh, the middle school team. Uh, Super excited about that because, I mean, that's four years where you're practicing every day like an actual – like almost mirrors the high school practices. Gotcha. So then by the time they're a they're already that much further ahead. I mean, I can speak from experience there. I didn't start wrestling until freshman year. Like a lot of the kids now, I'd wished I'd had that time in middle school to really get better with the sport. Excellent,
0: excellent. Well, uh, Chris, uh, do you want to talk a little bit about our sponsor at this point?
1: Yes, we would love to thank our sponsor for this week, Swinford Farms. Swinford Farms is a family-based farm in Hillsdale, Indiana. They specialize in soybean and corn production, but they also have a full hog uh, hog plant. So we would, uh, they do from wean to uh, wean to table. There are the little guys all the way up to uh, making pork chops on a Saturday afternoon. I think that sounds great. We'd like to thank Swinford Farms for, uh, Sponsoring us this week, we can always check out their Facebook pay page, Swinford Farms Inc. on Facebook. Thanks, Winford Farms.
0: Absolutely. We think about it, Swinford Farms, but we thank all of our sponsors for all their help that they do and, and allow us to, to do this. Um, <clears throat> coaches, um, Saturday, uh, it's Paris and Eminence in the Sounds for Three Way. We were talking a little bit off the air that kind of hoping to grow this into a six way in the future. Um, Is that right? So,
4: Yeah, that's what, that's the whole goal. Um, Paris is a year two program and they're getting better and bigger. And uh, which is awesome. Um, You got a, a, a young coach, know him and uh, I know a couple of kids on the team and, and they were so excited to have wrestling over there. Uh, Paris really, the community really, uh, supported them. Uh, I mean, heck, if we had half that support, like we could have some really nice uh, things in our room, but, uh, now their their community really takes over and, um, you know, being a sport that most of the community has no idea. I think that they, they stopped their program back in like 84, or 85. And haven't had the wrestling since, um, so they'll be there. Yes, they're a second year program, but I think we gotta wrestle um, the way we wrestled against uh, South Putt. I think I think that was our best wrestling this whole week was against South Putt. Everyone showed up. I think, um, and then of course, again, we got imminent imminence, and um, they're really, and we don't know what they have. Uh, it's not like it's not like a max prep or anything where you can go in there and see another team's roster a lot of a lot of teams don't use it they use um track wrestling and i just haven't really got on there and done any research for dad and josh but uh, they usually have like five or six kids so they're they're really good people their coaches are really good people and stuff and we we met them over at north putt um you know we used to go to the north Putnam tournament and there's good people we kind of just they had one kid at that tournament, so we let him, you know, practice with our kids and and get ready for the match. I mean, uh, just kind of take him under under our wing, best we can. Uh, that's what wrestling's about. It's not not always about cutting the other people's throats or anything. It's sometimes you have to be a, a village, right, and and help other programs get bigger. Because if we don't have programs to help us to push us, uh, we're never going to get better than what we can. And why um, so I like North Million right now that they're, they're really good. Like we talk about it. They're, they got some great wrestlers up there. Um and park heritage is, is coming along, you know, they with their club and stuff and they're turning out some good wrestlers. So uh, I'm excited for these teams to get better. Um, I don't want to lose to them ever, but I'm excited they're getting better because it's helping us become better wrestlers. You're ready for sectionals because that's when it matters all this all this is just practice and it sounds stupid but a kid could be you know have 10 wins and 20 losses and be a a bracket buster at sectionals you never know when that kid's going to actually take off and start getting better so these and, and I see that I see that with the team on Saturday uh, like I said North Million they beat them by two previously I think it was 15 or somewhere in there it was it was a bigger number and we had some kids show up, so I'm excited to see us get better, and I can't wait to see what the coaches do this week. Because I think Saturday is going to be a bloodbath. That's my personal opinion, and I can't wait to watch. I'm going to have some good seats. <laughs> well, and in Jock, I, and the coaches, I think you would agree
0: too. Got to stay healthy, and we we've got to make sure that. Uh, healthy, meaning we're not catching the flu or COVID or anything else coming around and nobody physically gets hurt. Uh, I would assume that uh, wrestling is something like you see in football and basketball and some other sports about peaking. It's all about peaking at the right time going into sectional play.
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. momentum's a big deal in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, we're going to think – I was listening to some of the kids, talking to kids. Of course, they still – Come up to me and ask me what do I need to do. Blah blah. blah. Um, I, I think there's a lot of there's going to be some weight changes, so our roster could be changing this week dramatically. Um, we'll just have to wait to see. They have wrestle offs probably Tuesday or Wednesday. I don't know when they're doing them, but we're probably gonna have a different lineup for this week and next week. It's gonna be uh, interesting to see. Um, they're gonna try. We're, I think they're trying to improve their roster, and they got some kids wanting to move up and down. Um, I don't, not there. So sure. I won't know until you guys know, but um, that's the word I was hearing from some of the kids. Um, They're asking my opinions about stuff. And I was telling them, yeah, you probably should, or mm, maybe not. You know, so because uh, going down doesn't mean you're going to wrestle easier people. And right. going up doesn't mean it's going to be easier at all because those kids are cutting. And yeah, you might be able to eat more but now you're going against kids that they're bigger, stronger. So it's hit and miss. You just got to do what's best for the kids. And uh, I think Josh probably agree with that.
3: Yeah, definitely. It's just, yeah, what's best for them.
0: Um, I know we're getting short here on time, but uh, a couple of things I wanted to hit on, and I don't know if Chris has got some uh, or the coaches has some, but uh, I think we need to to give a – a shout out to Bama uh, for this past weekend. He was, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, the only wrestler that went five and zero at the Fountain Central Invitation this past week.
4: Josh, you want to talk on that, bub? Yeah. So uh, peace uh, or Bama,
3: mm-hmm. as he's known. Uh, he actually went four and one, but what happens oh. is. Uh, uh, other kids uh might have went for him i'm well, not exactly what happened in this case but no one in his weight class actually went five and oh okay but he by, by criteria he was the winner
4: yeah. so is that like more does he have to have like more pins or quickest pin or how's that do you know how that works because i honestly don't
3: i honestly don't as well okay okay uh, so, so-
0: it wasn't actually a five and zero in in his particular case it was every, several kids may have been tied four and one, and there's some type of criteria that says XYZ and that determines the winner.
1: I Correct. actually know this. you mind if I weigh in here? Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> the expert. <laughs> he went four and one at He went four and one at one sixty-five, uh, but he had better hair than the guy at South Newton. So he automatically bumped up and won. I mean, yeah, I'll go with that. Hey, you guys don't have a better answer. We're going with that.
4: I mean, it's better than my hairline. My hairline's running away from my head. So.
2: <laughs> That's because of all the wrestlers that we saw Saturday.
0: <laughs> and I, I believe you had several wrestlers in that went four and one uh, over the weekend. And I believe a lot of them actually got beat because somebody actually went five and oh, uh, yeah. but uh Obviously, to play second in that tournament, you would have had to have several wrestlers be very competitive yeah we
3: had a we had a couple go four and one we had a couple go three and two it's yeah we had a lot with a we had a lot of kids with multiple wins so sure well
0: congratulations to Bama in winning his his weight class at at, at that invitation. Now here's one question I, I know. Again, like I said, we're getting close on time. One question I have is, we're a couple of weeks in, into the season. How would you rank, or what? How would you place us if you were giving us a grade or a review of where we are so far in the season?
4: Ah, uh, man, I would say I'm gonna go B minus. Okay, hey, it's it's passing. Sure. Uh, you know, it, it, there's a lot of room for improvement. Uh, we do have a lot of freshmen in the varsity lineup. And I think they're just starting to get their toes wet. So I think uh, this week is going to pay off big for these kids. And it's going to be a lot of practice time, as long as they can be in the room, not be sick. Sure. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, we're, we're making dumb mistakes. When I say we, I mean, the, the kids when they're wrestling – um they they're really they're doing really well um this year so it's it I, I believe they're eight and two on the season um pretty impressive when you think about how many freshmen are in starting or first year wrestlers period so it's so eight and two I'll give them B minus um I think there's a lot of room for improvement and I think we're going to see that come Saturday And it's going to be, like I said, it's going to be a fun day for South Vermillion because they're, uh, they're pissed off wrestling team right now.
1: I don't know if this is for uh, jock or for Josh, but, um, coach Statler wouldn't like to talk about this. Um, but you know, uh, we are nearing, uh, his, I believe 450th win, which is just phenomenal when you think about that. Um, where does he sit right now, and when do we expect him to, to hit that? Do we know? have a, a rough guess? Yes, sir. He's at 448 right now. So
4: two wins on Saturday if we get him, that's 450, which is ridiculous. It's redonkulous.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very, very impressive. And I, I feel like this might be a, a, a commercial for Coach Statler in the South American wrestling program. But we talk all about uh, how well they're coached and how good the program is. But obviously, it's it's not anywhere near them, uh, near that without him. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. I mean, I learned
4: everything from him, you know, and and I couldn't pass my knowledge on to Aaron or even to Josh or any other kids that you know have coached throughout the years without him. Um, he. It's been nice, I think, for him. He's, he can kind of take just the head coach role. And over these past years that I've been there with him, just knowing, and, and now with Josh, but knowing his assistants have it, um, they can run practice and stuff. And that all comes from him. I mean, he, he, he doesn't bring people in the restroom he doesn't trust. And almost everyone that's, that's on the coaching staff that's ever been on the coaching staff has wrestled for dad at one point. So, um, it's crazy. It's crazy to think how many people he's coached. Like I said before, I found out how he's really old, you know, because there's people in their fifties, late fifties, calling him coach. So, <laughs> um, no, I mean, yeah. It, South American wrestling would not be suffering wrestling without Ron Statler. And that's plain and simple. And it'd be, uh, be a big, Dishonor to the program and to him to say anyways so you know if it wasn't for him there wouldn't be us that's plain simple uh, i don't think i'd be the person i am today without wrestling so
0: no, yeah, great point and i know again like i said we're, we're getting closer on our time so i'm going to ask uh josh and aaron if maybe both of you could give us your Uh, review and and grade of where you think we are uh, right now as a, as a wrestling team uh, early in the the wrestling season. So Josh, we'll let you go
3: first. Yeah. So I would agree with Jock. I would say about a B minus, but I did see a lot of our kids are starting to trend up. There are some kids that are getting confidence. And so I think we're on the right track though, coming in with this week, especially have lots of time to practice a lot of technique. I think we're trending upwards.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm with them there. Um, you know, with the B grade, there's, there's still a lot of season left for the high school. I mean, they still got some more matches are coming up and then, you got conference. And then, you know, sectionals, you know, they gotta be starting to think about that and getting ready for that. Cause that's where where it all starts, and it's not any easier there from where they're at. So there's always always room to improve. Um, they just got to keep digging down deep and pushing themselves every day at practice. Excellent,
0: Chris. Do you have anything
1: uh, for us? I don't think I do. I uh, good podcast, guys. Man, we've covered a lot of ground, and uh, we've uh, th- this is this is getting fun.
0: Absolutely, and this is kind of a, um, a shout-out. Um, obviously, um, we want to thank our sponsor, Swins for Farms, again for um, being a sponsor of this podcast, but I also want to encourage everyone to come out to this weekend, this Saturday. I believe it starts at 9 a.m. at the South Vermillion High School for the South Vermillion Three-Way Paris and Eminence are going to be the other two schools that's there, and it could be um, kind of a, a big deal in, in wrestling History up there for South Vermillion because Coach Ron Statler is going possibly for his 450th 450th victory this coming Saturday. So it'd be great to have um, support not only for our wrestlers, uh, for the school, but also for Coach as well as he go for his 450th victory. Absolutely. Well, gentlemen, thank you for spending a few uh, minutes with us today. It's It's always a pleasure to talk and get some insight into the South Vermillion wrestling program. And we wish the uh, wrestlers a good week in practice and obviously good luck uh, at the three-way this coming weekend. And also congratulations on their second-place finish at the Fountain Central invitation this past week as well.
4: well. Let's go Wildcats.